0: Hi guys, good evening. Uh, happy Sunday! Welcome to another edition of the World Hackers Podcast. Um, today is the uh, twenty eighth, and uh, happy Father's Day to every father that's actually celebrating the Father's Day out there. Uh, today we'll be just uh, discussing something spectacular that has been the subject of our conversation around the financial markets in the world. Um, everybody's just talking about a bubble some people have suggested that we are in a bubble uh with the cryptocurrencies with the stock market and all that so the question is are we really in a bubble and what does a bubble mean why uh why do, do some people actually suggest that we are in a bubble so uh we are just going to look into that and then get everybody's opinion then look uh out for the week we we'll ask uh, everybody why are you looking out for the week are you actually believing uh the the things that most economies are actually seeing about the bubble, us being in a bubble right now. So, uh, my name is uh, Chubida Daniels. I'm your host. I'm a civil engineer, real estate developer, and a business owner. Uh, it's very important to know that everything you hear uh, on the World Hackers Podcast is uh, for educational and 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 uh, entertainment purposes and you are supposed to make sure you consult your financial advisor and do your own due diligence before you make use of anything you hear on this podcast so uh without further ado uh let's go right into it but before that i'd like to mention that this podcast is sponsored by no other than the world hackers the world hackers is a group a community where you learn how to invest in the financial markets uh you learn about uh stock trading, stock investing, crypto markets, crypto investing, uh, technical analysis and fundamental analysis. They have basic groups where you meet other people, like-minded individuals that uh, want to invest too, So they can actually teach you how to invest in the markets and uh, you can actually become a trader or an investor. So if you need more information on how to join any of the groups, just drop a message after this chat or on any of our channels. Someone will direct you on how to join the groups. Uh, according to the one that's best tempered to your, uh, to your threat parameters. OK, so uh, what is a bubble? What is a financial bubble? Now, from the word, uh, we already understand that we are saying that bubble is something that is delicate, something that actually breaks easily. So, uh, But financially, a bubble is actually a significant increase in the price of an asset. Now, when we talk about assets, we talk about stocks, uh, cryptocurrencies, sometimes uh, real estate properties too. So this significant increase, does not actually reflect an increase in the true value of it that means we are saying okay these stocks are actually going up but uh it does not re- reflect it true increase now I, I know a lot of people know about pe ratios when it comes to companies now why many economies popular economies have actually suggested that we are in a bubble right now is because uh just like every company have their own pe ratios the stock market actually has its own pe ratio and uh, that PE ratio has always been around uh sixteen point three two over a long time. I think I will cite uh the reference to the article I, I read that uh it has always been around sixteen point three two. Uh, but right now the PE ratio of the stock market is around thirty two, which is almost double of what it has actually been uh, on the average for a long time. That is why a lot of economists have actually said there is a bubble. Now, uh, it's always important to note that. Whenever you listen to economists, that when they are saying there is a bubble, there is a bubble, you have to actually try and make a distinction and, and actually understand who you are listening to, because some old economists have the tactics in which they actually predict a market downfall. uh They always talk about the bubble, and then they actually say it. They say it every day because they, uh, because of how popular they are, the thing goes into the media cycle after uh, a long period it actually affects the market because in the short time you can actually use the news just like the way you have the pump and dumps and then what these uh, popular guys do is uh, when everything has gone down they now throw in their billions and make their money because they have actually shaked off a lot of people that uh didn't know that this was that so most times whenever somebody is saying there is a bubble most times uh, you want to check uh economic predictions everybody that's saying uh, something about the prediction just try, try to make sure that the person has the dates to back it up and some factual data. Now, uh, when somebody says that we're in a bubble, the the market, if you just come and say uh, the market is in a bubble continually without actually giving a timing to what you're saying, it doesn't really make sense because at the end of the day, once in a while, we'll actually uh, meet a bubble. So it makes absolutely no sense to actually try to say uh, the market is in a bubble without actually uh, giving a date to when this bubble is going to burst or what people are supposed to look at for so you are supposed to look out for that now what is the solution assuming we're in a bubble what are you supposed to do uh if you're a trader you're actually supposed to believe in your trades and then check your check for your indicators and timeline and make sure you are following your own strategy so that uh, you are not buying when it's actually you are not supposed to buy then assuming you are not uh, a trader you are an investor um the the thing that is still recommended for most traders is uh averaging because averaging is a way that you make sure that even if you're in a bubble because there has been a lot of bubbles there has been articles uh, 1926 1914 there has been a lot of bubbles in the stock market but the people that actually invested over long periods actually just averaged over all those bubbles so the only solution for long-time investors is actually still to average in it's not to actually go out of the market but just to average in on any bubble that's happening okay with that i'd like to uh, see those we have online and then see what people are looking to uh, buy for the week and what is going on i have joseph Ade me and eh. Uh, let's start with joseph i think joseph is here joseph good evening how are you doing Okay, Joseph, how are
1: Hello, please, please.
0: I guess, uh, Joseph is not online, are they any, um, eh, anybody that is online just can leave a phone uh, let's know that this is not an echo chamber, let's confirm
1: uh, if someone has a little bit Hello. Okay, Joseph, good evening, how are you
0: doing? Yeah, I can hear you
1: clearly, I guess it's my network. Okay, no problem, how are you doing?
0: Good, good, good. I'm okay. Happy uh Father's Day. Today is a Father's Day worldwide. Uh we are discussing market uh market uh-huh. bubbles. A lot of economists at the moment are predicting that there's um, a bubble around the crypto market and the stock market, mm, and they're saying everything is gonna pop very soon. And most times you listen to these predictions, you discover that they are just trying to tell you to sell everything and wait for the bubble to burst, and you buy again. Which, in my own personal opinion, remember any say on this podcast is for uh, entertainment and educational purposes, not uh, financial advice. So in my own opinion, it always looks like these guys are just trying to make everybody to scale. Because most they don't even talk about averaging over the years. They just talk about, it's a bubble, just just take your money and run. So do you think we're in a bubble right now when it uh, comes to the uh, stock markets and the crypto markets? Okay, so, Joseph, are you still I, I
1: can't really stay Hello, oh. hello.
0: Okay, we can hear you. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I say I can't really stay if it's a bug, but yes, there are some factors that are affecting the management. Which I would say it's calling to.
0: All right. Uh, uh, the strategy I talked about. I don't know. Are you a trader or an investor? Or are you actively investing or trading in the stock market? What's the direction of your movement so far? Uh, so I can actually uh, can talk about this. Uh,
1: an investor.
0: Okay. Uh, uh, I I said something about averaging over time so what do you think do you think okay the solution to this is actually running out of the market and coming back some uh sometime later a lot of popular uh, investors actually you even know the guy that actually wrote uh his their name is actually hard for me to pronounce the guy that actually wrote uh, wrote reached that for that he's actually saying everybody should just uh he's planning to take his money and everything when uh, bitcoin comes down to 20k he'll use it and buy so they're just suggesting that or do you think averaging over the years is better.
1: Okay, that's uh, Robert Robert Kiyosaki.
0: Yeah, Kiyosaki I yeah, I I
1: think I'd I believe, I believe, I believe uh, averaging actually the best strategy. Uh, because that, that's only I think like I said I'm on uh the I I'm not gonna at the the regular information just twice.
0: Okay, uh thank you very much for that. Okay, I I'll, I'll just go right ahead. Now there is only uh two special conditions uh when a lot of people uh actually try to buy without considering uh, uh the valuation of the market that's when they are investing in index funds. And two, when they are just long-term, very long-term investors, they don't even believe uh, anything. So they don't consider valuation. Now, I mentioned something very important uh, that we have a PE ratio for every company. Now, the PE ratio of the stock market, the stock market, uh, when you evaluate it to get PE ratio, and the mean value of that PE ratio so far uh, in history has always landed around 16.32. Currently, the PE ratio of the market is 32. So economies that actually consider this factor say 100% yes, we are in a bubble right now. And then uh, I say something about when you're taking financial advice or you're looking at these big economies, a lot of them, they have actually, uh, the experts have actually misled a lot of people uh, over time. I'm not saying you shouldn't consider what you're saying, but you should just take it to the green or something because some of them actually uh, say these things because they want to actually manipulate the market so they can actually gain something from it. So, um back to that let's see who else we have we have a day amy are you there hello Chibi, okay. How you there? okay yeah uh good day i'm talking about uh, uh a bubble i don't know if you've been listening so far we just have a lot to unpack uh because bubbles are something like they are very deceptive sometimes you think you are buying uh, something that is really precious Uh, without knowing that you are just buying air that's everything is gonna crash and disappear so do you think we are in a bubble right now yeah for me uh
1: uh, well i don't know my opinion but uh i i believe somehow yes because uh What people are seeing is, you know, typically the, the stock market have a cycle. Yeah. we expect to see a crash maybe after every 13 years or something like that. But uh, so far, people have been predicting in the last three to four years that the market will crash, the market will crash, you know. But even what we saw last year uh, due to COVID-19 was just a snapshot and the market came back up. So people are expecting it. So because of that, uh, you might say, are we in a bubble? Uh, I'm not an expert to say yes or no. But uh, what I know is prices of most stocks have gone higher. And uh, if you look at it, there's a there's a factor that is kind of uh, contributing to that. Because when you have a new set of investors, you know, coming into the market, probably they might distort the pricing, you know, based on law of demand and supply.
0: Hello. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I, I think you actually made some fantastic points. Uh, yeah there's a lot of things to consider uh before we can actually say okay is the market in a bubble now uh before we go a- a- ahead with this discussion i just want to point out something uh the pe ratio of the market is normally 16.3 for the mean and then as of t- as of this moment is actually around 32. now uh, a popular economist uh known by the name of i think uh that's Heyman, actually, um, that was in 1986. Actually, uh, wrote an article and actually uh detailed the okay I just have to you for a minutes I like you to speak again okay actually wrote an article detailing the the stages of uh, an economic bubble that's heyman pinsky in uh, 1986 so uh he said a typically economic bubble actually start has uh, five stages say there's a displacement stage uh boom stage eu- euphoria stage uh profit taking stage and panic stage. Okay, I'll just uh, try the much I can to explain a little bit of all these three stages as uh, of this moment. Now, the displacement stage is when uh, there is, uh, investors actually get, uh, are just moved by like, there's a new pattern or a new paradigm, or new technology that actually uh, actually comes in. And then we see a shift in the interest rates and uh, a decline in federal funds rates and all that. So that's actually uh displacement. Now we know what happened with the cryptocurrency, mainly the pandemic came in uh a lot of people just moved to cryptocurrency interest rates went down so if we are making a checklist i don't know this is personal opinion not financial advice i'll just check uh displacement then the second stage according to uh Heyman, uh this was actually uh in 1986 that he actually uh did this He's a popular economist he said there's a boom stage now this is where prices actually rise slowly at first then gain momentum and then the momentum means uh a lot of things are actually doing and then you see a lot of people that are jumping in because of fear of missing out and even the speculators are succeeding this is just one popular thing about the boom stage and i cannot i don't know how to say this but i i remember as of uh sometime last year there was after we recovered uh, after the v-shape recovery from covid uh there was times a lot of people that were just very new in the stock markets so you're telling them please trade carefully they're like what are you saying and then if the buy is tough, it actually does 100 to 200 percent instantly um uh, so that was uh one stage that was one stage again and then i i don't know personal opinion i'll still take this stage the stage three is actually the euphoria stage now this is where the price of the particular assets we are talking about whether it's cryptocurrencies or stocks any particular asset, just skyrocketing valuation is definitely not uh, a metric at this point because everybody is just pouting their own uh, valuation. uh everybody is just believing the greater food theory now, there's something called greater food theory, where a lot of people will tell you to buy uh, buy high and sell higher. Uh, you discover a lot of people telling you, uh, why are you even hearing about buying low and selling high? Just buy high. You know that the stock market or crypto or anything is just rising. You definitely buy, uh, sell higher. Now, one of the times we actually experienced this like very clearly is uh, during the Internet bubble in March 2000. Uh, a lot of stocks were actually high. And a lot of people actually, instead of saying, OK, we are going to see where this is going, they actually bought high hoping to sell higher and we know how that story ended okay and something similar happened i don't know if everybody will agree with me that something similar happened uh, uh after the v-shaped recovery in the stock market then the first stage is uh the profit taking stage this is uh, where you get the first signs uh, of that the people that are in the market know that okay this is going to collapse because it's not sustainable so they actually start taking uh taking their profits some of them start taking their profits and sometimes the characteristics of this is they take some of their profits and then the market just uh adjusts to it and then recovers because uh because of just the like the last the stage before the profits take uh, profit taking stage we have that euphoria so even uh, though this initial set of investors are saying okay uh we don't trust this uh initial traders and some investors are saying okay uh, yes this is the place i just want i want to take my money i want to take my profit. A lot of people are still saying okay ah i'm going to buy higher and sell higher so we see that our first signal of okay there seems like there's going to be a drop but sometimes it just comes back to normal almost um just looks like what we saw with uh when bitcoin actually striked down it went so down uh, a lot of people are saying okay is this a bubble? is this a bubble?" and it just came right up a lot of people are saying you see what we are saying and then we know what happened after that it's actually be going down and down even uh salvador with uh the whole drama and uh, making it a legacy that couldn't uh save it from actually trading downwards and sideways for like some time then the last stage is actually the panic stage because this is where the problem starts everybody have realized that okay the profit takers we are not wrong and then there's no greater food theory that's gonna work and then they realize that the the boom and the displacement stages have gone and everybody is panicking now you see a lot of people trying to sell without enough people trying to buy then you see investors and uh, speculators faced with margin calls and plunging values of their holdings. And now everybody just wants to liquidate at any price at all. That means at any price they can get the liquidation. They just want to take it and move on. And this is just one of the reasons. And uh, one of the examples, there was a global financial crisis in 2008, uh, just weeks after the Lehman Brothers actually uh, declared bankruptcy uh, with AIG. I, I hope everybody knows that uh, story s and p just plumbed up uh, 17 in one month the SP normally doesn't move much it actually just goes down um half a percent and then comes half a percent the next day but the s and p just moved down uh 17 in one day that was in 2008 and that was like the the ninth or the tenth most worst performance of the s p throughout the history of the s p so these are like seven critical uh five critical stages of uh, a typical bubble so looking at these stages are we really on a bubble and then do you uh, want to go with some popular economies that think, okay, whenever there is a bubble, you want to take your money out? A lot of uh, statistics have shown that if you're a long-term investor and you're actually staying invested over long periods, that uh, your cost average will make the bubbles not to matter. Because even if the bubble burst, sometimes it comes back. I said something, you now when you talk about long-term investors, I want to specify something. I don't know how scary it's going to be. But after the internet, uh, internet bubble in 2000, the investors actually the investors are invested in the internet bubble at the peak of it it took them 17 years to actually get their money back now the guys that actually managed and said okay even for 30 40 years i'm going to stay invested they have actually made their money back because 17 years later 2017-18 uh the internet bubble everything that they said that the internet was in 2000 that it didn't appear to be early on it actually became all that in 2017. So a lot of people that bought at the top, assuming they didn't sell, they are just making their money back at that point. And they even made much more profit than where they stopped in 2000. But the problem is, and the question is, 17 years, that's like two decades. So when we talk about uh, long-term investing and averaging up over, a lot of people are actually picturing just uh, averaging up over months, and sometimes this thing takes more than months. So the question is, what's the best strategy? Do you uh, think it's actually averaging out or actually just taking your money and then waiting for it to pass back. Uh, Long term investors want to average as traders want to just take their money. Uh, what are you doing? And how do you see the markets going into the new week? Are you still buying more cryptocurrency? Do you believe the crypto market, cryptocurrency market is actually in a bubble? Do you believe the stock market is recovering or there is a bubble? Uh, what are you doing? Let's see who else we have. Uh, I've spoken with Ade, me, and uh, and Joseph. Okay, we have O hyphen. Oh hyphen, good evening. How are you doing? happy father's
2: right, day today. oh thank you happy father's day to you too um okay. yeah i think i think yeah
0: you. today we're talking about bubbles
2: yeah i had you i had your summary and your um your uh your thoughts and uh, descriptions of how bubble cycles and all that yeah i got you
0: okay so uh do you think we are in a bubble when it comes to the stock market and the cryptocurrency uh markets
2: Right now, um, I mean, I don't know. For me, it's a bit tricky. I don't, I don't necessarily think in terms of bubbles. Um, I, so I think more in terms okay. of cycles. I think more in terms of cycles. Um, so we, we, you know, if it's are going kind of like a bullish cycle, we're going sideways, or uh, the market is topping, or we are, you know, uh, in a downward trend. Um, how low it goes for you to now call it a bubble? I think, you know, you know, people can argue, you know, what what percentage drawdown down will you call it a bubble or otherwise. Um, but I just see them in terms of cycles. And if I'm looking at the market currently, uh, you know, it still looks healthy enough. Um, but yeah, for me, I because I, I kind of think more with a trader's mindset. Um, I, I'm not really concerned about whether the market's in a bubble or not. Like it's of little concern to me, because if the market is going to crash significantly, then I'll be out of the market before it drops so significantly. Um, And that's my strategy because I'm more a trader than an investor. If you want to, you know, define those terms very discreetly, um, I'm more a trader. And for me, I'm just going to be looking at averages, moving averages to me, that indicate clearly if the market is um, capitulating or otherwise. Um, and, And that's the way I treat markets. So currently, am I looking at what I see in the market? Currently, what I see is last week, the NASDAQ was finishing strong. It was outperforming the S&P 500 and the Dow Jones. Um, And and that's what I'm interested in. (laughs) That's what I'm interested in this week to see if we have confirmation of that or if the NASDAQ starts following the S&P and the S&P is actually leading, leading a downtrend. But if you ask me currently, what's my outlook? My outlook currently is positive but I need to see what happens in the week coming for me to determine that. As for crypto, that's a different game entirely. For crypto, I think I've said before, I'm currently bullish. Sorry, I'm currently bearish, short term. That has not changed. I have seen some confirmations of that. I think I talked about the dead cross, which I was concerned about. So I'm, um, moving into this week, I'm interested in watching what effect that has on the market. Am I buying? I bought Bitcoin yesterday. I bought some today. Uh-huh um but but it
0: it seems like you're even averaging like you're averaging on on um bitcoin Bitcoin,
2: absolutely but i'm doing it smaller amounts and have a more bulk amount that i'm keeping for when it drops so if it drops to 28k i will double what i bought today and after that i will hold on to see what the averages are like and how the market currently i'm I'm short-term bearish on the market
0: You know this uh a uh, guy rich dad Paul that uh robert i don't want to pronounce the other name I don't kiyosaki kiyosaki uh, kiyosaki okay, kiyosaki. Yeah. Kiyosaki. okay. uh you know he's actually he actually said uh he's actually waiting for 20k that he has uh he has sold a lot of property and he's keeping the money for 20k <laughs> so what do you think about that like he said he's going to get to 20k and when it gets twenty k that he's gonna pack a lot of it
2: so uh yeah robert kiyosaki uh i think recently enough has been talking uh bitcoin um i have not followed him to see what he uses to analyze bitcoin or why he's bullish about bitcoin um and i mean if it comes to crypto i don't necessarily look at him as a kind of authority um even if yeah. yes in, in, in the investing sense of it you know he does has, he has a strong voice um but if it, you know if it, if he's trying to cap, get getting stronger 20k i don't blame him For anyone thinking long term, like I think I said before, I'm very long term bullish on Bitcoin. So I'm looking next. What happens next 30? Sorry, next 10 years. So 2030 being my anchor point. Um, And for me, I, I definitely see significant upside. So because of that, I will keep buying. But I want to kind of like optimize my capital, which is why I'm watching the market for significant drawdowns for me to get it um and that's yeah that's kind of my approach so i understand his his concept and certainly like i i personally too i'm keeping bulk on so that if bitcoin drops significantly i will buy significantly <laughs> that's also for me you know but i've been buying since 2019 18 19 so yeah it's kind of like my approach
0: all right uh thank you so much uh for your perspective i really appreciate that i don't know uh, what i think we've talked about crypto. i just want to get something about the stocks I think that's the last thing i want to uh ask for tonight are you looking to still buy a little more on the stocks i want to point out importantly that um most economists have talked about the stock market PE ratio there's a uh there's a formula they use to calculate the pe ratio for in- the entire market and uh the average and the highest average they've ever gotten is a uh, 16.32 currently is at 32 now, I know what you said about PE ratio is not really being a team because a lot of companies are due to some other factors actually prove that PE ratios are not a team. But uh, do you think it's actually scary that we are like doing double of whatever we have ever done before in the stock market when it comes to the PE ratio?
2: Yeah, so I like the fact that you said, uh, you know, I would say PE ratio is not a thing <laughs> because I was going to say exactly that. Um, so some people look at PE ratio, I don't. And the reason I don't is... It depends on what you're trading or buying or investing in if you are trading high growth stocks right you cannot trade high growth stocks that don't have a high p-e ratio and pick any of them from the facebook to the teslas to you know microsoft in their time to amazon in their time they have all had very high p-e ratio because the point is just an expectation that the point the price is going to increase in the future and that's why the p-e ratio is so high um so looking at the overall p ratio of the market i wouldn't you know it's not my thing and i wouldn't care about that and when you were describing different ideas or try you know strategies towards trading or investing so i kind of fall into the school of i buy high and sell high so i was listening to what you were saying Um, but i kind of fall into that that school so i'm looking next week I have like a list of stuff that I'm looking at and I'm thinking I'm going to try to get into um, as long as the market, or as long as the Nasdaq holds. And there are stock that might just be hitting their all time high. So I'll give you an example yeah. uh, an IPO issue, um, DigitalOcean. I don't know if you know them. Um, it, uh, uh, I think it's uh, DOCN, um, I think.
0: DOCN.
2: Yeah, i think i'm not on my system to confirm but last week it hit an all-time high and came down a little right but it's an it's an ipo issue but i know the industry and the industry is enterprise software and enterprise software is now picking up so would i want to get into that irrespective of how the market's looking certainly i want to you know i look at um cc crowd strike crowd strike did an all-time high last week (laughs) you know i'm interested in that i'm interested in CrowdStrike, but i don't want to buy it when it's overextended i want to buy it at high to sell higher but i just need confirmation that the nasdaq is still going higher because if it's still going higher it's stocks like crowdstrike that are going to leave the nasdaq um so that's my strategy so it just depends on your strategy Mm
0: -hmm. all right well that's a wonderful contribution thank you so much um just hang on we'll just talk a little more and then uh we'll round up for tonight i may get back to you for one question or the other uh, thank you so much for your perspective so far okay uh so um yeah we've pointed out uh what happens when a uh, market cycle actually starts and i don't want to bore you guys with the history of uh what uh what a bubble is like when it happens or when the first time we actually experience uh, a market bubble with uh the tulip flowers and all that i'm sure that at least 90 percent of the people here uh, must have had the story so i'll just talk about some of the behavioral things uh behavioral patterns actually cause bubbles to happen and then what are you expected what happens after the bubble we know that you can actually uh, hold on you can actually sell or you can actually adopt any strategy like uh oh hyphen is actually very bullish so far uh but what are the characteristics that actually causes now we had a section where we talked about uh biases now we have the head mentality where we talk about the formal or everybody is trying to buy something that actually always creates a pattern that makes you look like okay this market are you sure it's not a bubble remember that everybody's buying something at the moment it doesn't really qualify it's not a reason for you to buy everybody's buying it is not a strategy always make sure you get your own and then and do something with it then we have a uh, short-term thinking now even when it comes to trading there it's like the hyper short-term thinkers that actually just want to speculate and all that so all these guys everybody's trying to do the same thing they're trying to beat the market as quickly as possible and leave and then sometimes uh the volume and everything they do with the high frequency trace actually uh actually just uh creates that pattern too now there's uh another thing called a uh, cognitive dissonance that's actually people that see confirmation that this is what is happening in the market or look at the pattern but they are actually uh accepting or ignoring it this is just what i wanted to uh, hold on to o-about because this is like when you talk about the patterns that actually happen when there is a bubble there are these uh information that's already out and then we have the people that actually ignore it and then normally it's not bad you just have to make sure you are ignoring or you are like trying not to accept it with some facts and our figures because that's the only thing we talk about people that actually ignore it blindly there are a lot of people we see them we say okay look at this uh there's a problem here or there they say i don't care uh i don't even need a strategy i don't believe in that and this is what we're trying to make people avoid so what happens after there's an asset bubble burst. Asset bubble burst. I'm using the word asset because now we are just talking about the crypto uh, cryptocurrencies and uh, and stock markets. But tomorrow it can actually be housing or any other market. So what really happens? There's a lot of uh, things that happen after the asset actually goes to there is a bubble. Number one is there's going to be a, a very big crash. Everything will come down. And then one thing about the financial markets is always intertwined. So whenever there is a real crash, it always affects the economy. So there's always a kind of economic recession or depression. Now, always remember that depression always ranges. There's little depression and there's sometimes, there there was even an event called the Great Depression. That was because of the magnitude of the economic recession that was happening at the moment. So it's important to actually note that. Uh, Then, what happens after we have that recession then we have the uh, we have definitely uh depths to pay inflection from the bubble and then we have the feds coming trying to uh, balance everything because it creates a lot of uh unrest within the society it creates a lot of unrest within the society and all that um, but the, the truth is the people that bought at the very peak and didn't have a strategy they are the ones that suffer the most at the end of the bubble because as I said before, at the end of the internet bubble, uh people that actually bought at the very top of it had to wait for nearly two decades before they could actually get their money back. That's if they didn't sell for a loss. So uh, that's what I wanted to point out at that. Okay, let's see if we can have a further conversation with uh with everyone. Then I have one more question for from before we call it a day. Our time is fast spent Uh we have five minutes left on the clock okay uh who else do we have Ezekiel easy has been here for some time i don't know if he want if he wants to say something i have johnson Philip uh Ade me okay guys we had a very brilliant section yesterday on budgeting if you want to have a release of that go to anchor fm we talked about personal personal finance uh if you want to actually make sure you are staying uh, stable in the market for the long term it's not just about uh investing it's about making sure you have a cash flow making sure you understand your income and your expenses. Uh, We talked about strategies in which you can get smart on your income and expenses so that you actually know uh, what is coming in and what is going out. That way you can plan yourself properly. uh, You can actually determine the characters, like your money determines who you are and where you're going. So you can actually define your destiny just because of your proper budgeting. Okay, uh, let's see who else we have.
2: Okay, now- Sorry, sorry, I had a a very quick question, sorry. I was was just gonna ask, yeah, I was gonna ask, when you do so when you talk about um bubbles and the rest of it, so I you know when you're giving your analysis of um, the definition, the cycles and all that. I was just wondering because you didn't talk about technical analysis. I'm I'm wondering what weight that has in the picture when you are looking at a bubble, or are you just strictly looking at economic factors? No. No, you want to know,
0: one reason why I didn't uh, talk about uh, technical analysis, I didn't dwell much on it is uh most times when there is a, a bubble it actually starts fundamentally now it looks like everything is okay fundamentally. most times when there is an economic bubble i think this is very something something you talked about is very important the question you asked a typical bubble actually is is out of sound fundamentals it looks like the market is always sound fundamentally everything is uh good and it just breeds irrational behavior um uh, If you are into technical and if you're into fundamental analysis and uh, you are just following the fundamentals and all that, chances are very high that you not even see the bubble coming and then uh, back to technical analysis. Yeah, technical analysis is necessary because actually technical analysis is the only remedy that will actually show you that, okay, there's something coming. When when we are having a financial bubble in the history of all the bubbles we had, uh, it already starts from a very sound fundamental side. You look at the markets or you look at the cycle of any markets. It looks like the fundamentals are so solid and then when the irrational behavior comes in because one thing about even traders and investors that even use technical analysis a lot whenever the fundamentals are so solid you discover that a lot of things that uh, a lot of traders that even use their charts and all that and investors a lot of things they consider they actually just let it pass they're like giving it a pass oh that one it doesn't really seem to look at the market it's really it's very fundamental so they give those things a pass that breeds a uh, very irrational behavior and when that irrational behavior takes over it causes a surge in like speculation and gambling and then when there's a surge in speculation like gambling then we have a buying for the sake of hope just hope becomes the main thing about the market and that's where the bubble starts breeding i don't know if i really went into the question or hyphen but uh technical analysis is very necessary to actually indicate uh what is happening in a bubble fundamental analysis is something that may not tell you because Bubbles always start from sound fundamentals and then end very, very, very differently because you discover that what you thought was sound fundamentals is actually not really in existence because the value is not real. Uh, yeah, technical analysis has a long play for for dictating bubbles. Oh, hyphen, did I answer your question?
2: Uh yeah, you did. I think it's just uh in terms of yeah, a yeah. one one-liner tip for me generally, in terms of bubbles. I think if you go and check historically or otherwise, right, just look at on the weekly time frame of any of the indexes that one is trading in, whether it's the S&P 500, NASDAQ, otherwise, and look at the 10-week moving average. If anything breaks that, like there's no bubble that would have not started by breaking that. So I'm just saying it in the context of analyzing bubbles. I think yeah. it's very, yeah. very key.
0: I, I, what you said is very necessary. You know, I, I pointed this out, but I didn't point out the, okay, 10-week moving average and all that. I think the stage you're going to be talking about, when we talked about, uh. What the popular economists uh, uh gave us, heyman, or in 1986. I think that comes around uh taking profits and maybe the panic stage. Uh, we didn't go into details to define the technical aspects of all those stages because when you talk about the stages, uh starting from the uh the first stage, uh the the displacement the boom uh the euphoria all these things have a uh, technical connotations which uh, i have not mentioned or uh, so far and then definitely there's something you mentioned right there about the ten week. definitely when you talk about stage four and stage five which is uh the profit taking and the panic definitely you get around those things uh, but lack of uh you know we are trying to keep things overly simple here uh because of some people that may not uh know a lot of technical terms and all that oh hyphen i hope you understand
2: oh uh, yeah sure i got you cool i got you
0: okay uh let's see if we can actually sneak in one more person before we actually call it today ezekiel uh who else i had john saying isa is online Issa, good evening happy father's day okay let's see who else we have Chimwe and Chimwe. yeah i that correctly okay i have someone speaking Ezekiel, Ezekiel, good evening, how are you doing? I'm fine,
3: good evening, happy Father's Day.
0: Yeah, I wish you the best. Okay, yeah. I don't know, you've been listening to the conversation, I don't know, I think you joined a little late, right?
3: I have been following, I've been following.
0: Okay, yeah, we've been talking about bubbles, we talked about everything and how they occur, how they start up and the different stages they go through. Now, why the yeah. topic uh, is even 18 today, I don't know if you've been following all the popular economists On uh, NNBC and NBC, CNN, most of them have been actually talking about that there is a bubble coming up for the crypto market and the stock market, and some of them are saying run, some are saying look, stay, but know what you're doing. So the question and the conversation we are having is, what are you doing? Is there is there really a bubble? And do you think uh you should be even listening to these guys for advice at the moment?
2: Yeah.
3: Vast in this um, aspect, I'm still learning, trying to read, and in fact, I wanted part of the reason why I am speaking is so that I'll ask you for the name of uh, you mentioned to somebody who described the five stages. I didn't get the yeah. name properly, so uh, so okay, that so. The, na-
0: the name is Heyman Heyman Minsky. Heyman is H Y M A N. Minsky is M I N S K Y. Uh, he okay. actually wrote us a book called Stabilizing, Stabilizing an Unstable Economy in 1986. So you can actually search for the book, it's called Stabilizing and Unstable Economy. There is where right. he actually wrote the, the several stages, the several economic cycles that you go through before you actually land on the bubble. That's where I talked about the displacement boom, euphoria, uh, profit-taking and panic. So just go through the book, you'll find all this in more details because he gave uh, practical examples of what to look for.
3: Okay. Thank you very much. So for me I think I uh, I can't say if we're in a bubble or not. But I know there's one thing I have have been a bit um, concerned about recently is the the rush into the into the uh, stock market. There's been uh, an increase in um, in wanting to be in the stock market. I think yeah. from from the covid period the they said the number of retail investors have increased and it's one one sign that okay you should you should uh, be a bit weary i think even in one of those crashes there was also a surge i think it was the 2000 yeah,
2: that
0: was yeah 2000 to 2003 yeah you are, you are very correct uh i think first it started with the displacement everybody was like saying okay huh, if you are not buying anything uh you are, if you're not buying something uh, because of the internet bubble you are doing mm. something wrong so from that yeah. 2000 to 2003 uh we had the the there was like increase in the stock market then the federal fund rates actually was decreasing Just which is similar
3: to that, what we uh, have now
0: yeah yeah so, so it actually even went to a historic low of like 5.2 uh five i think that's 5.2 percent um that it has never happened that way so it went slower and lower since then so
3: so that's one thing that I've been thinking about lately that everybody's talking about the stock market. everybody is in like almost saying stock market is the next thing you should be in the stock market the same way crypto was a few months ago and everybody was rushing buying high, thinking to sell higher and all that. So yeah so I think um, one should be should be careful and not just sleep over anything. yes, then one should seek for knowledge, and try to understand. Yes, the other I I I I learned a lot from uh, OI OIFIN too when he was talking about the fact that um, you should when he was using when he was describing P ratio and how it, it works. So I think um, also one should analysts have over, over time to so have seen analysts not being reliable. They talk for their pockets. That's my own conclusion. Yes, you can't throw away what they say because they, whatever they say, they are devotes who take what they say, hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, so
0: have, they, and can affect,
3: yes, and they can affect the market. So one should be careful. And ultimately, I think um, for, you know, staying invested long-term, I think is for investors who have, Input into the market. You shouldn't stay. In my own opinion, if the market is going down, I don't think I should stay. If I don't have a plan of averaging down continuously all through the downtime, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I understand you. That if
0: you don't have a plan of something, I I think I gave a reference to this of uh the people, I always give a reference of uh, the people that actually bought at the height of the dot com bubble, that's the internet bubble yeah. in yeah, 2000, sure. 2001, 2003. It took 17 years to recover from that. So if you wanted to be like very successful and you would have made a lot of money, if you could actually hold on for that 17 years and actually you were like averaging, you didn't listen to what yeah. anybody say, saying, you would have even made more money than people that left and came back. But the problem is, can you stay for 17 years? if so you i think have, that, that's the point you're making yes if you if you have an
3: alternative source of income and you are not depending and you are long term then you can stay because you are also putting in money as an investor but if you are using you are trading your money then you shouldn't stay you shouldn't stay because 17 years <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, thank you so much, Ezekiel. Uh, I think uh, that was a nice contribution. So uh, I think that's where we have a wrap today. Uh, if you want to have a recap, uh, listen to this again. You can actually just go to Anko FM or Spotify or Google Podcasts. Type in the World hackers. You see us there. Just follow us and uh, subscribe. Put on the notification uh, icon so that you get a notification anytime we upload one of these podcasts. And then um, just make sure you are gaining knowledge. I, I just said this thing about cryptocurrencies. I'm not saying you should invest just make sure you are listening to uh, uh, you are listening to lectures you are attending classes you are just uh, gaining knowledge about cryptocurrencies because one day nft is going to be the website everybody will own one I'm not saying you should buy one not financial advice but just make sure you are getting the knowledge and then if you want to join any of our groups we have a mentoring club for stocks we have a crypto group we have a crypto trading group we have fundamental analyst group for long term investors we have all these groups in case you want to join them, just send a message to the group or even send me a message directly I will direct you on how to join them. Uh, thank you so much, uh, everyone that contributed today on this uh, section. I'm hoping to speak to you guys tomorrow when we start uh, trading for tomorrow. <laughs> so uh, thank you guys. And I hope you do have a wonderful Sunday evening. Uh, do have a great day. My name is uh, Chibi Daniels, civil engineer, real estate developer, business owner and your host. Uh, good night.